I love Christmas presents. Several months ago, in our weekly chapel, we had the district superintendent of the Philadelphia district, Reverend Carrie Willis, with us. Philadelphia is a difficult area of the country to evangelize and plant churches. There are 501,000 square mile areas in the east where there are very few churches at all. You might find one small isolated congregation in each town. I'm not talking about Nazarene churches. I'm speaking of any active Christian body. Driving through that area, one would be hard pressed to find a Christian presence. There are more tattoo shops than churches. Many old church buildings, if they still exist, have been converted, and I'm sorry to use that term, converted to town theaters or playhouses for uh, theater groups. And I've seen several like this. You would be hard to find a Christian presence in the small towns in that part of the country. Brother Kerry Willis has made the motto or theme of his district, presence matters most. He's encouraging his churches and his people to be present in their communities, to be physically active and visible as they minister to their neighbors and lead people to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. It won't work, he says, to just stay in our church buildings and wait and hope that people will come to us. They'll never come. Jesus says to the world, come unto me. But he told the church to go into all the world and preach the gospel. So his theme or his motto is presence matters most. We need to be the salt and light in the world. We need to be present in our communities and in the lives of our neighbors and our unsaved friends. He says it this way, presence matters most. But Brother Kerry was also talking about God's presence. Jesus, your presence matters most to me. Our churches, our families, our marriages, and in our own personal lives, we need to sense the presence of God. His presence matters most. We need to wait on him. We need to seek his face, seek his presence by prayer, by spending time in his word with him. We need to allow him to speak to us. His presence matters most. Last week, here in the United States, we all celebrated Thanksgiving. I heard folks say, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, we all shared what we did during the four-day weekend when we came back. Almost every time, the response had to do with one particular focus. Sooner than we can imagine, the days will be completed and we will celebrate Christmas. For those of you who are counting, it's three weeks and five days from today. I'm pretty sure we will all begin hearing the question as we ask our friends and colleagues, what are you going to do for Christmas? What will the answers be? Almost every time, the response will have to do with one particular focus. We're getting into a car and we're driving to someplace. We're getting on an airplane to fly to someplace. Or we're staying home, but we're going to have 15 people travel to us. The focus really isn't on how we get to the places to celebrate Christmas, is it? It's, it's not the mode of transportation, even if the journey takes many hours or, or days, right? Uh, we don't say, uh, let me tell you about my car. Or 
let me tell you what type of planes I'm flying on. It's a two-year-old Boeing 737-900 for the first leg and a five-year-old Boeing 737-700 for the second leg. We don't say that. We do say stuff like, what are you going to do for Christmas? But that isn't really the focus. The real question is, who are you going to be with for Christmas? The real focus of our Thanksgivings and Christmases are the people with whom we celebrate them. And it's not about the activities that you're going to do together with those people. We're just going to be together, we say. We're just going to chill. I've heard that many times. The best part of Thanksgiving or Christmas holidays is having the family together. Their presence matter most. I'm not trying to be funny. You might have heard me wrong. Christmas presence isn't about presents, gifts, but about the fact that our loved ones being physically present with us. But really, 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 our first love should be the presence of God. We desire his presence at Christmas. If he doesn't make it to our house this Christmas, nothing else matters. His presence matters most. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. We love, we love those things. We love to say those things. Um, I love the passage in Exodus uh, when, when Moses is speaking to God and he says, now if I've found favor in your sight, please show me your ways so that I may know you better and find favor in your sight. Consider too that this nation is your people. God replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Moses replied, if your presence will not go, do not bring us up from here. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people, unless you go with us? In this way, we will be distinct, I and your people, from every people on the face of the earth. Moses heard God's reply. I will also do this that you've asked, for you have found favor in my sight. And I know you by name, his presence. I, I love that the, the last words, kind of the last words that Jesus said here on the earth was, go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to follow all that I've commanded. And then he says, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. I love the passage in John 14. Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. Because I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm coming again and will take you to myself so that where I am, you also will be. God is present with us at all times. But I think we need to take the time and effort to acknowledge his presence. We ask him to come, even though he's already here with us. But we often don't stop long enough to sense his presence. His presence matters most. The Christmas presence that we need most is God himself. In our house, as I was growing up, we had a tradition of having the music from Handel's Messiah on in the background throughout the month of December. 
And at least once a year, once a Christmas season, the family had to all sit down and listen to the entire Messiah. This happens usually closer to Christmas. Sometimes it even happened on Christmas Eve itself, the night. And there would be no lights on, but the Christmas tree lights. I grew up knowing by heart every aria and chorus from Handel's Messiah. And since every word is scripture, my dad would regularly announce as if you were a radio announcer. Ladies and gentlemen, music by George Frederick Handel. Words by the Lord himself. We always felt the presence of God in a special way during those times. God with us, his presence, Emmanuel. We also have a tradition of multiple manger scenes. But one of these is the most special, and that particular one is plastic. We have almost a 70-year-old family tradition of using this manger many times during the season telling the story of Jesus' birth to any and all children in the house, using this manger with their little cute figurines, plastic. Using this manger, we tell the story many times, sometimes several times a day. And the rule is the children have to help us tell the story. Usually a child's first job is bringing into the scene the three wise men with their camels, of course. My mom used to have a manger just like this and she kept it low enough that the kids were able to see it and touch it whenever they wanted to. Each time we would repeat this story, the children would take part more and more. Usually it was not long before they were telling the story and we were merely helping them. And you guessed it, what was always the favorite thing to do each day? My parents loved it when by the time we got to Christmas Eve, we'd see the children telling the story to each other without our help at all. There they were, a five-year-old telling the story and a three-year-old and a two-year-old participating and giving full commentary. The children were telling the whole story with all the details and even with some added dialogue that might not have been scripture. And the most precious moment, of course, was when the baby Jesus was put into the manger. We all had to be very, very quiet so as not to wake up the baby. It was as if that tiny plastic baby was a real, live, delicate baby. The family always made sure that baby Jesus was the focus of the entire experience. On the other hand, almost every year, one of the kids would take the baby Jesus out of the cradle, and the baby Jesus would be lost for a while. But he was usually found on their bed, right in the middle of their pillow, or right next to their teddy bear. This was not a sin. This was a high compliment. This meant that they wanted the presence of Jesus with them, not with us, Emmanuel. God's presence matters most this Advent and Christmas season. God's presence matters most in our lives. Let's make this a priority. Whether it's music or a manger or a candle or daily personal quiet times in his presence, let's seek the Lord. He's the reason for the season. You can't have Christmas without Christ. Whatever you want to say, make God's presence a priority for you and your family this Christmas. Just last Sunday, 
when I was preaching, I, I suggested the very same thing to our congregation, our Spanish congregation. I said, guys, you'll have time. You'll have uh, time off from work. You'll be sitting there and you could watch, you know, another silly Christmas thing on TV or you might do something else. But why not just take a little time to be with Jesus and, and, and pray and, and talk to him and, and make it a special, special time? I like the song, O Little Town of Bethlehem, it ends this way. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord, Emmanuel. That's because his presence matters most.